It consumes too much gasoline. It probably emits way too much dangerous uh, emissions out there. As but, but, damn, I want one. Hey, folks, this is Kakotirona. And this is Gina Rafino. You are listening to Talk of the Town. the end of the year mm. now to a lot of people that's like yay yahoo we're done to Gino and I it's like it's a little bit different because we now have to uh, talk about a topic that kind of haunts us from the very beginning of the year really and we're going to be talking about our top five favorite drives and or rides for the year of 2020 now uh, a lot of people might say that that's actually easy but to us it's actually easier said than done because we do go over a lot of vehicles and motorcycles over the uh, couple of months that we're doing this and it's very difficult to you know to pin it down to the top five Gina and I are actually talking about going to top 10 but then we wanted to be concise and really put our uh, our challenge to each other out there and keep it at as a top five cars and a top five rides yeah and we also decided that there are going to be honorable mentions yes they will be and that we are not ranking them we no. are just talking about our favorite top rides and top uh, drives of 2020 yes and the beauty about this is is that since Gino is very well versed in cars and I dabble a little bit in motorcycles we can banter off each other and see whether that person is actually right or wrong meaning I'm going to be right and Gino will always be wrong (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what we're getting at so I'm going to start it off Uh, this is of course the top five favorite drives and rides of 2020 and I'm going to start off uh, with an easy one. Okay. This is an easy car for me because uh, a couple of years back, I said the dark horse of the field was going to be the Vitara. And then a year after that, the dark horse of the field, I said, called it again, it was going to be the MGZS. And this year, this 2020, I, you know, I believe it and I, I, I understand why it's so popular out there. So I'm going to name it as one of my top five drives is going to be the Geely Cool Ray. Oh, Wow. Now I, I I know a lot of people out there are going what? Uh, th- Wait, hold on, hold Chinese on. car. This is this is not even honorable mention. This is in your top five. This is in my top five, dude. Okay. The Geely Cool Ray because it is just absolutely surprising. You get inside the car mm-hmm. and you uh, the thought of it being a Chinese car is not even there. You have to remind yourself. Wait. This is a Chinese car because you get in there and it's just a car. You have got into an automobile so many times before and you never actually thought to yourself, oh, this is a this is made by this brand or this yeah. is made by that. You just get in and, and think to yourself, yeah, it's a proper car. And when you get inside the Cool Ray, it's exactly that. It's just a proper automobile. Fit and finish is great. Mm. The ride is great. The power from the three-cylinder is pretty darn good. Uh, a, a lot of people might still be upset because of the stigma of China and everything, but yeah. still, it's a great car. It's great in the car no but if she were in that car <laughs> then I'd say that we should rank this from one to five and that would be number one but since she's not okay. I'm gonna leave it as one of my top five Ooh, okay so okay there's a stigma right yes there with is. China yeah. products yeah be it is. bikes be it cars heck even your phone or whatever mm-hmm. it the, what you the what because I, I haven't been inside a GD I haven't tried one. Oh, you got it, man. And 
it's something that like you know the mg like i i don't see it as that anymore with no. some of the cars and bikes out there okay like, i don't okay. i don't think there is a, like i don't understand why there is that stigma but wh- why do you think that people will always bring ah China car yan, ay, China bike yan. Well, well, why do you think that's that is? I think from experience, I know of two things that I can yeah. say. Number one is because we're all used to uh, some products that we did say, for example, import from China, and we know that sometimes they can be of substandard quality. Sure. They break easily. You know, it's they're disposable and whatnot. So we're all used to that. Whether it be plastic plates to to toys and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, but I'll say this, right? Yeah. But there are bikes out there. Speaking from the bike's perspective, yeah, that have like let's say a, a BMW. Mm. They have these. Some of these bikes are built in Germany, but there's parts there from China. Yes, correct. But BMW in Germany, of course, had it made in China because it's a little bit. Pro- it's cheaper, so they can keep the production cost low. Mm-hmm. And then it's shipped to Germany, and it's built. It's still put in their bikes there. So like, if they trust them, then why can't we? Yeah. That's true. The other half of my argument why people may have that stigma is because we have had experience with Chinese cars in the Philippines before and the experience wasn't really the best sure. on the planet. Yeah, I mean, there is this car called the QQ. Oh, man. Yeah. Medyo cute nga. QQ. Cute, cute. Pero sarap i-dropkick, I was part of this... Um, this, I guess, committee or whatever you want to call it, of media people that were testing these cars for Car of the Year Award. Okay, quite some time ago. Um, quite some time ago. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was testing the QQ and <laughs> I stepped on the brakes and I was like, okay, it's not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a tiny little car. Stop! And stop! it did not, like, it was taking so long to stop. Like, it was an 18-wheeler or something. It just, what it took forever. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Stop, I'm stop, 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 stop. I'm going to like die. Like, Fred Flintstone would have an easier time stopping his car than the QQ. See, it's so, it's stuff like that. And the other thing also is before, when you get into a Chinese car, there, the fit and finish wasn't anything great. It would feel very plasticky, very hard plasticky. And there was a smell from the glue that they used to use. No, not that kind of a smell, you <laughs> idiot. The glue that they used to use, it was like um, like industrial grade, mm. no sé qué what, man, because it, the smell would stay inside the car. So it's these small stigmas, including the QQ that you just mentioned yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. The, the problems of it, is why people yeah. may have had the problem in the past and still do till today yeah but i but i think we've we've reached that time that that stigma should not be there anymore because they have definitely caught up that's true but dude there's still racism around the planet we're still trying to get rid of that man let's do one thing first do you think that 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 problem in society kind of translate in the way we look in the at cars and bikes and either other stuff as well. But since specifically in Tarko the Town, we're talking about cars and bikes. You know, it, it's it's got to be as well. But then, you know, the, the consumer also has, uh, if they have a stigma to uh, Chinese cars, it's because not all Chinese cars are really up to par. I got to say that we've we, you've been on Chinese motorcycles. I've been in other Chinese cars. And there are cars that will surpass your expectations or or at the very least meet them. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that are really subpar. And unfortunately, yeah, yeah. it's those type of things that will, you know, feed the the still the ongoing stigma. Yeah. 
right? So, so like the one bad apple ruins the entire batch. Pretty much. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. But I'm just surprised because you've driven maybe twice the amount, maybe three times the amount of cars that I've ridden in yeah. 2020. Yeah. And I'm actually just surprised. I, I have nothing. I, I've never. I have no opinion about Gili at all because I, I have never tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just surprised that it landed in your top five. It did. It, it it it's because it's because of the whole package of the automobile. Okay. It's just this budget is part of that. I budget mean, is part of yeah. it. Yes. It's it's extremely affordable. So when I say budget, I don't mean cheap. I mean like no no no. It's value it's for money. Value for money. Value for money. Yeah. Uh, the fit and finish is great. The look is pretty darn good. Uh, the engine's great. Uh, it's still too early to tell about after sales yes. and whatnot. It's yeah. still too early. I mean, we're talking about what, uh, 12 months at the very at the very most, right? Because GD would launch one car every six months and they've done the Cool Raid and they did the Ascara and then finally the... The Okavango, the just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call this? So really, it's, it's, it's still too early. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that they, they've got a lot of structure. They've got a lot of, well, they got a lot of money. They own Volvo. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there's, there's that. And, and the fact that, that it, if you're surprised that it landed in my top five, yeah. oddly enough, I'm not that surprised. Really? Cause it's, it's a very popular car, but enough about automobiles. Let's move on to two wheels. I want to mm. hear one of your uh, top five. So picks. top five, not honorable mention. Oh, you can do honor. It's your show, bro. <laughs> I'll start. I'll start opposite. I'll go with the honorable mention first. Okay. Okay. Uh, one of my honorable mentions that I was kind of debating whether it should land in the top five or not, uh, but I decided not to because I know you are a scooter guy. Yes, I am. But I'm not. Oh, like I would. I'm just more of a motorcycle guy. I'm a more of a bike guy. This guy's than, racist. Than a scooter. There's nothing about the uh, any racist or not, right? <laughs> I just I just find it uh, a little too cute. Matapobre. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the bike I'm about to uh, choose is even more expensive than than. Uh, sorry, the bikes that I've put inside. Yeah. Uh, the the top five. Some of them are cheaper than these scooters. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So. Uh, the Vespa, the Vespa Sprint 150 would, is would be my honorable mention. Honorable mention, yeah, because to me, a a, a scooter is specifically what you use it for. Yeah, to uh, go from home to work, basically ride around the city. Correct, right? Correct. Uh, do errands on, do yeah, get point A to point B, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Daily, it's your daily commute. Yes, right? exactly, but. I, I don't I'm I prefer to use a maybe smaller displacement bike if I in, over a scooter just just because of the just because of the well the Porma factor of it dude the weird thing is is that you actually mentioned a sprint right that's a one fifty yeah you're gonna tell me that that is your honorable mention yeah yeah, yeah, yeah do it's, you have a, a GTS a three hundred GTS in that list it. See, I chose the Sprint over the 300. No yeah. way. Why? Because, Come on, because why? Specifically because of that. Because I prefer to use a scooter, if I'm going to use a scooter, to ride around the city, to go to work, to go to... Well, it's not like we can all hang out in, in our yeah, friends' true. places right now. But, you know, the, the ease in traffic, the ease to, you know, maneuver it through the city streets. But the GTS is so pretty. It is pretty. It's a great bike. It's, it's just a little bit on the pricey side for me, for what it is. Oh, like, okay. if I were to spend that amount of money 
I would rather get a bike that I can get on the expressway with. Well, truth be told, if you're going to spend that much money, then you wouldn't get a Vespa in total, right? Because they're a little bit on the price. They side. are on the prices, but that's why I I went with the more affordable Vespa that I tried this year, which is the Sprint, the one, the one fifty. Okay. I haven't tried the one two five this year, so I mean that might win over the the, the one fifty, specifically really? because of the price. Ah, uh, and with the with the Sprint one fifty, it's just over two hundred thousand bucks. It's a little on the pricey side, still. Jeez. Yeah, and and and, that, and that's why I can't put it in the top five. You never, I never realized just exactly how expensive that they've got. And I remember yeah. Vespa started off at like 120, 125. Yeah. Well, and now you're talking about two hundred. The one two five, the one two five is in the one forty range, so it's kind of in the N Max vicinity. N Max, you know, like the the price Damn. of the N Max. But because I haven't tried that yet, that's why I think I would put that ahead of the Sprint. I have to go with the more affordable one, specifically because the three hundred is more is too expensive for me. Okay, and I would use it for the same thing, and you know what I mean. So I, get, yeah, I would I just ride around the city. Yeah, and it's not like I need three hundred cc to go from Makati to Ortigas, and you still won't be able to take it out on the highway because it's only three hundred cc. Yeah, so I mean I can go to Marilake okay. with it. Yeah, that's true. Which is fun. I've done it, but I can do that same sort of maybe lack. Sort of lack of power in, in Marilake, but you don't really want that much power in Marilake on a scooter. Yeah, right. So, I, I that's why it was a hard choice. But when I thought about it a little bit more, I went with the one hundred and fifty over the three hundred, specifically because of the price. This is a special mention, not one of your. This top is one of the special mentions. This but, is the special but, mention. Okay. And, and, I, and I'm putting the scooters outside of the top five specifically only because I'm more of a motorcycle person than I am a scooter guy. Okay. And okay. it's, you know, Vespa, they're adorable, granted. Yeah. You know, they look good. They're fairly reliable. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, you're buying into the whole lifestyle of the Vespa. Right. Okay. It's history. It's yes. Heritage, very much so. And, and yeah. All that kind of stuff. It's a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also buying into the community because there's a Vespa, com- big Vespa community in the Philippines that once you get a Vespa, you're kind of part of. I'm kind of like the loneliest Vespa person. You probably on the are. I, you, I, I, you I probably I, are. I'm not part of any groups. I don't no. do any rides. I just, nope, not me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, that, but that's totally fine. Right, yeah. and it's that's 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 hundred percent okay. But a lot of the times, people would buy a Vespa also because of that, because they're buying into the camaraderie. The, so yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So I mean, it, the whole lifestyle surrounding that brand, and it's just that I, when I think about a scooter, I don't think about performance. People always say, "Yeah, but the performance of the N Max, the performance of the of the Honda ADV one hundred and fifty, and all that kind of stuff is it's will, a scooter will outperform the Vespa." I'm like, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not trying to win a race with this thing. Yeah. I'm trying to get from point A to point B in style. In style, yeah. Like, yeah. if you ask me, what looks better, the the premium scooters of the Japanese brands versus the Vespa? I'm choose the Vespa. Yes, right. I agree completely. Um, and yeah, so that's why it, it lands in my honorable mentions, but did not make the top five specifically because it's a scooter. Okay, speaking of honorable mention, I too do have some honorable okay. mentions on my list. And uh, the first honorable mention would be, I got to say, I'm going to go with the, the, the Ford Territory. Oddly okay. enough, um, when I discussed this list with Jack, he was like, dude, you're going to put the Cool Ray 
on your top five list, yeah. but you're gonna put the territory on your honorable mention. Mm. Why? And I told him it's because well, I've got the Cool Ray already on my list, and I don't think that I need the territory on that same list. Although it, they're slightly, not slightly, they're a lot similar. But I feel as if that that I'm good with a Cool Ray, so the the territory will remain on my honorable mention. And in place of the uh, of that honorable mention, making it to my list. Would be the Ford F one fifty. Ooh, that sucker. Ooh, is just Ooh. a beast. That, that's like a throwback to the early 2000s. It's a unit, man. <laughs> that that silly car. It's the fact that it's got such a massive engine. It's not diesel. It's a gas guzzler. Yeah, that thing drinks gasoline with a straw, man. Yeah. And it's 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 basically an expedition with a with a with yeah. a trunk, and then it's also uh, responsible for hitting Jack with a golf ball. Yeah. You know, there's nothing to hate about this particular car except for the fact that it just is way too big. This car in the Philippines shouldn't exist. Yeah, it shouldn't be here. It occupies. Too many cubic feet of space <laughs> on the road. It consumes too much gasoline. It probably emits way too much dangerous uh, emissions out there. As but, but, damn, I want one. I seriously want one of these cars, man. The F one fifty. I'm just trying to imagine you in an F one fifty. It's like an ant riding an apple, man. It's it's ridiculous. Or 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 an orange on top of a toothpick. It's ridiculous. It's 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 me. It's oddly enough, my mom's favorite car when we were really? growing up. We had a we didn't no we didn't have an F one fifty. We had a Ram. Yeah, okay, that was one of her favorite automobiles, the Ram, because my mom, who's like four eleven and three fourths of an inch tall, she drove a Ram. She drove a Ram. Oh wow! Right, and and the funny thing is, when she'd get out of the car and she'd walk by the hood, you still couldn't see her because her yeah. she'd be shorter than the the, yeah. the hood. But I guess it's like shorter people are like ourselves, like Gino mentions that we have Napoleon complexes. It's nice to drive these big automobiles. <laughs> that it's like when you're going down the road, it seems like there's a wake, you know, going to the side. So you, yeah, you're you're totally trying to, you're not trying to make you know make up for anything. And the, and the small side. Uh, like I that. will subject myself to an inspection right now. <laughs> no, but basically, what I'm, no, no, no. It's just it's 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 a great big car uh, that that is it's it's utilitarian and it there's no point to it. There's yeah. absolutely yeah. no point to this car in the Philippines. But you look at it and determine I want one of those. It's like. It's like getting. It's like walking in the mall mm-hmm. and then seeing the sword of uh, what's his name? Um, Who? Lionel? No, not Voltron. No, not a cartoon. <laughs> but yeah, those those swords are pretty nice. No, it's like seeing the 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 sword of William Wallace. Okay, you know, it's it's like. 10 feet long and you, you there's nothing that you can do with that sword but you just want it and you want to mount it on your wall in the same way with the F150 you're going to use it every once in a while it's not like the sword is going to mount it on the wall but you you want it you want to keep it in your garage cuz it's so how, it's like a tank man did, how how difficult was it to park that thing in like the in like a mall in a mall park okay, parking okay i never went to a mall yeah. with it but i know that if you did then it would be very very difficult but maneuvering it in the city In light traffic, mm. not heavy traffic, it was, it was doable. It was it 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 wasn't like break your neck kind yeah. of like stretch did, kind of a thing. Did people move out of the way when they saw it? I'm a very courteous driver. Yeah, 
So I don't drive like Gino Rufino <laughs> on the road. I don't like throw my weight around. I don't throw my weight around. But yeah, people did move. Yeah, I'm sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm on a bike and I saw that thing like coming up to me, I'm moving out of the way. <laughs> Regardless of how big your bike yeah, is, dude, man. Like Because I can come up to you and say, dude, I can put your bike on the back on the back man and it's it's and it's got a power tailgate and everything so it's like i said it's not a car that you really need and it's definitely not going to be your first or second or even your third car but as your fourth or fifth car mm. as a toy as just as just something to say man this is mine yeah so if you want to like um, bring your yacht to Manila Bay, to Stu, <laughs> to Punta Fuego, yeah. or wherever you can do that. Yeah, do that thing. That's right. That's exact. That's exactly what it is. So that's why, um, as much as I love the territory, uh, I'm gonna keep the territory as my honorable mention, and I'm going to select the Ford F-150 as one of my top five favorite drives of the year. This this shows how differently our minds work, right? Like the Vespa. Would be the most one of the most practical scooters that I've ridden in 2020. I would assume, yeah, it's gotta be. And it's and because of that reason, I'm putting it out of the top five. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, true. And then your 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 F150 is the most impractical yeah, car, I but suppose. It's, but, but it's, it's in, in my it's, top five. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that this list might not be the best consumer <laughs> advice list ever. You might want to stick to, I don't know. Go to the website, motodeal.com and, and autodeal.com. There's a little bit more concise uh, write-ups and videos there that you guys can make your own decisions. These are our decisions. not and We're not trying to uh, put it on anybody. It's just, this is what we prefer. So basically, people are going to understand that this is Gino's choice and Kako's choice and they're going to look at it and go, these choices are crap. And then they're going to go to the website and say, oh, this is Jack's choice and Earl's choice. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> because what they would do, they would go on the website and, and, and of Auto Deal and Moto Deal and they would make the judgment from themselves by that's, all the content that we put out. That's Whether true. it's the articles, the videos, you know, the reviews, you know, stuff like that. I'll give that segue about a three and a half out of five. That wasn't bad. <laughs> that really wasn't bad at all. Speaking of segue, why don't we move on to Gino's choices back Okay, again. so I still have one more honorable mention before oh, you I do? Get, get into my top five. Okay. And the reason why this may, lands out of the top five is only because, um, actually it was difficult. I, I was trying to squeeze it into the top five, but I couldn't. Yeah, reason? Uh, reason being... Because I just prefer the bikes in there over this one. Okay. Yeah. And this bike is, in my opinion, the best value for money big bike uh, in the Philippines. Interesting. Okay. It has uh, very nice history. The brand has very nice history. In fact, the brand is the longest running motorcycle brand in the world that never stopped uh, manufacturing bikes, even during the war. The wars. <laughs> you can say that's not Harley. <laughs> they moved. No, definitely not. They moved from the UK to India, and they're now proudly Indian-made. Oh, uh, okay. And then they've moved some of their factories and their um, offices back to the UK. So they're both UK slash Indian-made. But the it's an Indian company now, right? Yeah. With, with UK roots. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because when you eat, when I eat Indian food in the UK. 
I'm told that it's better. It's better. It's better tasting than it was in India. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that. I don't know if there's you know cause and effect or anything like that. But it's 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 a brand that I've um, that I would say is very chill. Right, these bikes have, mm. are super chill. But I love the styling because it's classic, and mm. as you know, the old saying goes, "Classic never goes out of style." Yeah. It's practical. It's easy to use. I've had friends who just started riding this year, and this is the bike that they got. So it's very beginner friendly. Okay. It's very Lolo friendly. Uh, maybe Tito's want a little bit more action. Want a little bit more power. And and these the the cost of maintaining them is is fairly fairly low. Mm-hmm. And you can actually you know ride the Philippine Loop with them. It, it's very very. It's an easy ride. Put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Royal Enfield Interceptor. Interceptor. Yeah. So, I love the bike. Uh, I almost bought one. Really? No, I almost bought one this year. Cool. It's great, great value. Oh, really, yeah. really good value for for the bike that it that it is. It's a six fifty, right? It's a six fifty twins. Yeah. So okay. it's it's a nice. Uh, it sounds great. Like it's and it has become a favorite for people who customize bikes. Yeah. Okay. So thumper and, engine. Yeah. It's it's just a beautiful um, sounding. Mm engine it's beautiful machine um with a lot of history right yeah and it has one of these things that that for me like it, it's it's a draw that something it agrees with me put it that way yeah you know, i sit in the bike and i feel okay this feels right um there are other bikes that I feel like, oh my god, it's too tall. Oh my god, it's too low. Oh my god, my, the foot pegs are very uncomfortable. Dude, that's the story of my life. <laughs> but this one, you're like, this feels very natural, very, very chill, very. I mean, the brakes could use a little bit of work. Yeah, because it's drum up front, right? Yeah. So, but, but that's that's common for for a lot of for a lot of bikes in in the price range. Um, but it does have it has ABS net in the back, um, which is more important. Uh, in the in, in the front drum in the back. That's it. It's a you know I'm looking at a uh, we can't we can't show, show anyone, but I'm looking at a a picture of the uh, interceptor right now. It's the orange one, which is it speaks to you and it looks uh, the seat is very flat. Do you ride this sort of like um what do you call it uh, a well, cafe racer? Is it more of that? You can convert it to a cafe racer. The 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 Continental GT, which is the same engine yeah um just basically dressed up a little bit differently it has a different looking tank uh, the seat's a little bit more uh, a little bit shorter it has a cowl in the back or you can it can come with a cowl in the back oh dude i and was the wrong are behind the front brakes aren't drums it's not. They're, they're discs they're discs they're so discs. the discs up front and in the back and the and the brakes are still kind kulang. of kulang pa din. kulang yeah by brake how brake, fast brakes. do you travel no no, no 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 even if even if you're traveling let's say 80 kilometers per hour Right, maybe sixty, and then sudden stop. Something you know darts out in front of you. Yeah, you want to be able to stop. You want to be able to have the confidence to stop. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to brakes that that bite a little bit more. I guess because this bike doesn't look like it's built to be like a uh, it's turn not. on a dime. It's not I, stop on a hair. Yeah, kind of so thing. I, I I admittedly have taken the sister or brother, the sibling of that, the Continental GT. Uh, well, I'd say a little bit on the fast side, as as as. And, <laughs> and that's a nice way of saying. Um, I went over the speed limit by like twice, and you can tell it can, it can get there, but it doesn't want to be there that long. 
it gets tired. It gets yeah, loud. It gets tired. It gets tired. Like, uh, you're like, okay, stop it already. I'm okay here, but let's go back down. <laughs> and so you bring it back down, and then it likes to cruise. And it's a, okay. Yeah, if you if you want a bike that's just chill that you can learn on, it's a little bit heavy for for some beginners, maybe. Yeah, six fifty would be heavy. Yeah, but but it's just because it's all steel. It's all like you know, super super. <laughs> I I say it every re um, review. It's built like a gun because that's their tagline, and and it's really that's what it feels like. Built like a gun. Yeah. I got um, a question for you. If yeah. uh, some people out there might want to know. Um, Everybody knows that I'm under tall, but if you are on the Interceptor, which is a 650, how tall are you? About 5'7", five, 5'8"? Five, yeah, somewhere there. Somewhere there, okay. And when you are on the Interceptor, when you straddle it, are you flat-footed? Almost. Almost. Almost flat-footed. Okay, so that's, I, that's good info right there for anybody yeah. that's interested in the Interceptor. And I think that's why it, like, it feels very natural to, to, sit, on the, to sit on the bike. Uh, this bike. Because there are other bikes that I prefer that, that are... You know the seating position is a little bit aggressive. You can feel the weight a little bit more on the wrists mm. and, and all that kind of stuff. This one you don't. It's very, very, and it's very smooth. It's very chill. But maybe that's why it didn't make my top five because it's a little bit too chill for me right now. Okay. Like I prefer bikes that have a little either um, more affordable or even though there's great value. If I but I, it's not a it's a bike that I can take riding around in the city and I can also take on an expressway. Yeah, you know that's like, true. Yes, I, it is. I can take this bike f- to and from work, and yeah. then if I decide, oh, I want to go to Baguio, kaya, kaya. Ooh, it's a tito question. Kaya ba Baguio yan? Kaya, kaya. <laughs> so that's the, and that's why it was hard for me to leave it out of the top five. But I think when I discuss the top five, you'll understand why. Okay, I'm gonna move on to another one of my my last. I think of my well, I I, I still have a few, but uh, my, another special mention that yes. I that I have, a special mention, believe it or not, is the Nissan 370Z. Now now Jack's looking at me like I'm really weird for putting the Nissan 370Z as my special mention instead of my instead of a uh, top part of my top five list now. Why it's even up there? It's because when you drive this car, Gino, I never joined you yeah. for uh, the Toyota Vios Cup. Yeah, but I'm sure that the way that you speak about it, the way that let's say Mark Sung speaks about it, Sam speaks about it, and whatnot, it's really it's not a Mickey Mouse kind of a thing. I no. mean, you're in there, you're competing, you got to learn the track, you got to learn how to drive, you got to learn your braking points and whatnot. So the car, I'm assuming, is also. Uh, very very basic. It's 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 a steering wheel. It's a it's an engine. It's a stripped down automobile. Super stripped down. Yeah. Super stripped down. Uh, your tires are as grippy as possible when you put heat in them, and your brakes. Well, they're standard brakes, so you got to take care of yeah, them at but, the very least. But we're also uh, we were sponsored by Brembo. By Brembo by yeah. Francis Aguilar. So yeah. thanks for that. But um, with the Nissan 370Z, it's it's. I guess it's the closest that I will ever get to you guys being such, you know, in, in a race suit and whatnot. Because when you get inside the 370Z, yeah. it's a little bit on the expensive side, but it is just so, uh, like it brings you back mm. to when everything, it, it, it's, a, it's still an automatic, but it brings you back to, it's just a steering wheel 
and a gas pedal yeah. and it, and it, it, you know there aren't a lot of um mechanical or rather um electronic devices that help you so out you're inside still the driving car. it you're still it's still it's um the way that we described it in the video is that it's still very much a visceral okay. driving experience you know it's 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 a crunching it, it it's a crunching of the turn kind of a thing um you as as there are as there are other cars where when you turn you sort of like allows the allow the car to take you with you with the z it's sort of like you feel as if that you still want to lean into the turn with your body and then as you turn the steering wheel mm. so that you're you, it's as if you're going through the motion like a motorcycle that like you kind of move your butt a little bit off the seat to get into you, that turn you, a little you make bit Yeah, you make a little bit of cambot, and inside the T70Z, you don't need to, but you feel as if that you still want to make cambot, and it's it's really the a last, not the last, but it's a last of that of that kind of a car, and it, I don't know if they're ever gonna make one again. So it it, it being somewhat of a classic, yeah, sort of like uh, the 650 that you just mentioned. It it it's a modern classic. So to mm. speak, uh, there's not a lot of additives in there. But how's the comfort level? The comfort level is nothing spectacular. Yeah, it is easy for a guy like myself who is under tall. But when Jack was inside the car, the first thing that he wanted to do was get out. <laughs> sort of like uh, you know when you when you get into a when you get into a beautiful mansion and you hear, a mm. Jack's the first guy that says get out. So he was out. And he just wanted out of that thing. He wanted out and lunch. Basically, that's all that he wanted. Was there, uh, are there back seats? There are new back seats, but there's a sub, so you can feel. <laughs> you, so you've got. Buma bayao, buma bayao, you. Bayao, you are. You may be uncomfortable, but you look good and feel good while being uncomfortable. Ah, but it's it's really it's 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 what an experience. It, it's uh, the machine itself and and the total the total package. It again, it's a little bit on the expensive side, but as as uh, as the year ends, it is definitely a special mention to my top five drives. And the reason why it's a special mention is because what takes it out of the top five is the Supra. Mm, it's yeah, got it's, to be the Supra. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely put the Supra ahead of that. It was uh, this thing. The Supra was just spinning on second and third gear, man. I don't know how it did that. The the the, the seating is very comfortable. Um, you're not tired whether you're on long drives or in traffic mm. because we did get stuck in traffic in it. And um, I guess the comfort of it all is very different because essentially it's a quote unquote. BMW, which a lot of people are upset about, yeah, 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 but yeah, really, yeah. if it wasn't because of BM, the collaboration of BM and Toyota on this, then we wouldn't have this beautiful car that we lust over, and we we actually enjoyed it so much that we spent almost all of our budget for a month on just driving this car on gasoline and tolls because we were just taking it in. So and that's out why of the I didn't seat. shoot for about a month. Well, <laughs> that's why I was stuck in the studio for a month. We don't necessarily need to talk about these things, but yeah. So in in place of the 370Z, which is going to be on my um, special mention, it's got to be the Supra that is going to be on the top five list because the drive of that car was really enjoyable. And Jack, who is as you can as you can tell, he's a larger person as myself. He was definitely a heck of a lot more comfortable in the Supra than he was in the 370Z. Huh. But okay, so 
I've I've you know played around with the super a little bit during the VS Cup because there's a super there. Yes, uh, correct. For us to well, mess around with. Well, not us, but <laughs> <laughs> I know people <laughs> that kind of just let me mess around with it, and it's a really impressive car. It is. It is. It's. It's just. I mean, the the super has been one of my dream cars. When I was still living in the states, and every time I see it, and and people always wonder why that, like why why isn't it a Porsche? Why isn't it a a Ferrari? I don't know. There's something about that Supra, the old school ones with a high, with a with spoiler. a high spoiler yeah. back in the day. I'll tell you this about the new Supra though: it it looks the furthest that yeah. it can be from yeah. the previous Supras, which is why some people might actually be upset about mm. this particular car. I was about to ask you about that because of the the styling is kind of. It's not. It's European. It's not Japanese. Yeah. So it, it's kind of taken away from that whole. I guess. Yeah. But see, the whole point of the Supra was I, to create an automobile that rode and drove well. So the previous shape and the previous uh, um, technology that they had put in it, which was great back then, they've come up with newer and better ways to do it. And in, in today's standards and uh, of of people that want to be able to have a performance automobile. That's the shape and form that they came out with. Yeah. Who are we to be? We're not sure. engineers, right? Sure. So you know these. This is. But the, I, 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 even though I love, I love that car. I just wanted to see a little bit more of the old school of the old in it. You sound like Bocci Santos, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bocci loves his Pupra. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a great car. It has great history. You know, it has a great history with yeah. it, with it too. It I, sounds great. That's I'm right. a the sucker. Gurgle is really. It, yeah, it does. Boom, 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 boom. I, but it's. I'm a sucker for bikes and cars that have history, that have a story to tell. Okay. And 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 the super has an an, an interesting one. You know, it it has that it has that um, heritage. Yes. Uh, that. I, I, maybe that's that's what it is. I, I am a sentimental person. Aww. And it's 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 just something that. Um, I get drawn to even when with objects that have no life, <laughs> like cars and bikes. Okay. It's like objects that have no yeah, life. Cars and bikes. This guy's necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> what? But but yeah, no. Great choice though. Great choice. I, I uh, honestly I remember watching that video that you guys made and I'm like, I wish I went with them. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun to be in that car. It was I think the one that really, really loved that car the most was got to be Earl. I mean, uh, I'm sad when we have to return cars, but when we returned the Supra, I think Earl took it the hardest. I mean, he was really hit by that. He was like, don't take it away. (laughs) What, what, what? Say it again. He? When he he dropped off the Supra. When he dropped off the Supra, he picked up up a Wego. Must bagay ka early on. That sucks. <laughs> That's the way he he literally dropped off the Supra and picked up a Wego. That sucks. <laughs> oh my god, that sucks. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I've um. Do you still have any more honorable? No, mentions? No, those are my two honorable mentions. Okay, so then let's start you off with your top five. Okay, list. top five in my top five in no specific order. Yeah. Uh, this this bike replaced the scooter. What? I'm about to mention replaced. 
Yeah, the Vespa. I, I was going to put the Vespa in there, and I'm like, no, nah, I think I would put this one instead. So it, it took out the it took Sprint out, 150. It took out the Sprint 150. Okay. In a way, it kind of took out the RE2, the, oh. the Royal Enfield. Okay. And it's a bike that- Damn, It took out two bikes. Sort of, sort of. Um, because it kind of like, you can get sort of both of those, what you get from those two bikes with this. Yeah. Except you can't get, you can't, you can't take this on the expressway. Okay. Oh, okay. This is the one. This is the one bike here in the top five that did, that I cannot take on the expressway, but I just love that it's so easy to use. Likewise, I have friends who are starting to learn how to ride, and they're using this bike to to learn how to ride on. Is it rude if I just say shut up and tell me what the bike is already? <laughs> Come on, I'm into. It's the XSR one five five. Oh, that's pretty too. It's such a pretty bike because it looks like the bigger siblings. Yes, it looks like. My bike. Yes, <laughs> Don't they also say that the the one five five also has a, like a specific light that's better or yeah? So it, it well it has LED. So the seven hundred doesn't have come with the LED headlights. Odd. So it's it's weird. So my nine hundred has LED headlights already, and it has mm. um, even the auxiliary lights as well. Yeah, but it does look like the it it looks like the bigger siblings, the seven hundred and nine hundred. It does, which is why I kind of like it more than the Vespa. Right, it kind of okay. takes the place of that. Sure, it's you know it's a one five five. You can't take on the expressway, but it's not like it's slow. It's not like it, for for a one hundred fifty cc bike, it does have power, right? Mm-hmm. Does it match the power of the seven hundred and nine hundred? Absolutely uh, not, not, man. <laughs> but like one fifth. But for for what it is, it's okay. The price is a little bit, in my opinion, could be lower. But that's why there's no ABS, and that's another gripe I have about it. There's no ABS on the on the bike. Do the you one, really the need one here. ABS on a 155cc? Yes, you do. I, I think you, you need ABS on any any bike out there. You should. Does the Sprint have ABS? Yes. No, I, oh, wait a minute. It Did does. you just say yes? Yes, it does. It does. It does. Oh, okay. So, and that's my one thing. Um, if I were to complain about the bike, is that it needs ABS. Now. I also want to point out that this bike, the review of this bike that we made, the video, is also the most watched uh, video on MotoDeal. <laughs> Close to a million views. Uh, to the, all the people out there in India, hello. I'm sorry, we are not Yamaha. We will not. Bri- we have no control of whether Yamaha will bring this bike to are to India a- or not. They're asking you. I saw that some people were asking you guys, "When are you guys bringing yeah, this like, to India?" I don't know. I'm not. I'm not Yamaha. And we I'm, not I, don't, I've, I don't live in India. We are motodeal.com.ph yeah. and autodeal.com.ph. We just review these cars bikes for you. If you do, however, live in the Philippines or would like to purchase a motorcycle and give it to someone in the Philippines. <laughs> We've got those facilities on yeah. our websites. Absolutely. So, but for Gina to control what cars or motorcycles rather <laughs> that are going to go to India, yeah, that's a yeah. stretch. Yeah, we can't do that. The X, the one fifty five. I gotta say though, when I first saw it in just photos, yeah. not in person, drool, man, it's gorgeous. It's absolute. It's it's like you put the nine hundred or the se- is it the seven hundred or seven fifty nine hundred seven hundred nine hundred the seven hundred. You put it inside a dryer. With hmm. like bound sheets and whatnot, you get the pint-sized, cute version. Hmm. And you know, it, the first thing that I thought to myself was like, "Kako, kaya man, pwede, pwede, abut mo yan." 
stop. You us. could. I could see you writing that. It could. But the, again, it's it's what you said. It's exactly what you said. That I already have a scooter yeah. that I use for inside town. So if I were to get a motorcycle of such, it would be pointless because then I'd want a motorcycle that I could take out sure. on the highway. And that's where the RE comes in. That's where the RE comes in. But for this this 155, yeah. it's just it's pretty. It's, it's, but here's the thing, right? If you are Gago. Who, not, me? Not Kako, not Kako. If you were Gago. Oh, okay. You could conceivably. Oh, don't say it, man. That's awful. Don't fool no. people in the toll, dude. And I mean, look, I'm not. I'm not suggesting you do it, but I'm just su- suggesting because the bike looks like it's a big bike. We understand that the points and the views of anybody that's speaking here does not reflect yes, it's, the points and the views of autodeal.com.ph or motordeal.com.ph. Absolutely not. <laughs> but one of our ri- riders, Earl, almost. Inadvertently, he was trying to get out of the trying to get out of the what, where it merges to the expressway. Oh my god! He was gosh. trying to get out. He almost missed it, and then the guy in the the guy one of the I don't right know before right before the toll said, "Oh, pwede not tuloy, tuloy. And then Earl's like, "No, no, no! This is a 150cc bike." <laughs> <laughs> so Earl was being honest. Earl was being honest, like he didn't want to get on the expressway, although the guy was telling him to go, and he was Earl was like, "No, no, no! I cannot get on the expressway." Ah, uh, so kaya. Kaya, pero wag, wag, wag. Stop Kaya. laughing. I'm not gonna do it. Relax. Kaya, pero wag. Right. But that uh, that's a it's a good looking bike. It is. It's it needs ABS. Um, and if you could possibly find a way to get the you know find the, the ABS and then uh make it still the price range that it is because I I know if you put the ABS in there it might reach 200,000 or so and I, I think Yamaha was really trying to bring it down bring it, okay bring the price down and that's why the the models the units here don't have ABS I do be understand there are units around Southeast Asia that come with ABS so there are there are but so, not but not the ones in the Philippines do you think they'll ever bring the ABS model in maybe but they have to find a way to Make the pricing a little bit competitive. And voila, if you're going, if the price is already I like so that, I, I don't know what what uh, what else can be done with it to to lower the, to keep the price where it is, or at yeah. least in the vicinity where it is under two hundred thousand. Um, but that's my one thing about it that probably will deter people that it's a little bit on the pricey side. Mm. Again, because one fifty cc, um, and you're all you're close to two hundred thousand. So it's it, I, I guess it would be like the same thing and also 150 cc Vespa or 100. No, that's why that's why it, that's why it it overtook the Sprint. Okay, it's cheaper than the Sprint. It's more affordable. It's more affordable than the Sprint, and it can fool people to get on the highway. <laughs> so these are the two things that are very very important when purchasing a motorcycle. If it can fool people at the toll gate, mm. and if it's more affordable than the Vespa. But and it's also fun. Like you know, there's a thing about. Riding slow bikes fast, that's more fun than riding fast bikes slow. Say that again. So it's a 150cc, but it's fun to ride it fast, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not suggesting to speed, to go faster than the speed limit, but it's nice to open the throttle and know that you're in control and know that you're going to be able to handle the bike. Yeah. Uh, you, you, yeah you, it's you, more fun to be in you, it's more fun to be on the limit than it's more than it is to, you know, to tame, to tame and baby a bike. To give you an example, I still baby my XSR nine hundred. Okay. Uh, especially when I'm in around the city. 
Well, because that's a lot of power. Yeah, and then the, the, the torque on the 900 is insane. So you need to tame it. You need to ride it a little bit chill. Yeah. And you have to be conscious about it, right? So Because you can get yourself in trouble. Yeah, also because you, uh, well, I, I'm not saying that you, you're definitely a capable rider, but you're babying it for a reason because you're riding inside the city where yeah, the yeah, streets yeah. are the safest things on the planet sure. and the proximity the, of, of how we drive Absolutely. to each other is much, much closer. Absolutely. And and that's why I, I do it. And that's why I really ride, yeah. ride that bike, Smart. Which, which is a lot of power. I ride it more closer to a 700 than I do a 900. I see, okay. Unless I'm on the track, unless I'm you know out um, on the open road. So that's the only time I really, I, I don't even want to say maximize, but that's the only time I would say that I really get, oh. get to enjoy it a little bit for what, what, what it can do. Uh, otherwise, if I'm on EDSA or even to a certain extent, S-Lex and N-Lex. You're bound. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. So you're, you're, I, I try to control it. So mm. having said that, with a 155, you want to max it out, right? You want to see how how far you can go and how how much perfo- how much it performs. Yeah. Okay. And that's why it needs the ABS. Sort of like to keep you in check kind of a thing yeah, when you do max it out and you open the throttle as yeah. much as you can. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a fun bike. It's a great beginner bike. Um, I can totally see like it being the first bike of people. Hmm. Especially if they want to get into the big bike and you want to move up. So, so it's definitely a, a starter. It's Absolutely. a good starter bike. It's a great starter bike because you get used to the size. Of course, it's lighter than the 700 and 900. Of course. But you get used to the size, the, the height, shifting gears, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And from there, you can graduate maybe to the 700 or a different bike that's a bigger displacement. So you can move on from that. But it's a fun, I would, if, I, if there was a bike out there that I would recommend a new rider to start riding, uh, to learn on, it would be that. Definitely this bike. Okay. Now, so Gino and I have been talking about our top five favorite rides and drives of the year. And we actually thought we were going to get through our entire list in one show. Unfortunately, we are running a little short on time. Short. So uh, you, I'm sorry, can you beep this out? You dickhead. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut it short. Here we go again with the short. We're going to, we're going to end it. Right here. And we're going to continue this beautiful discussion of this topic uh, next week. Do join us again next week where we're going to continue on our top five list. I've gone through a couple of, shall we say, honorable mentions. You, have, you, know, you have your Geely, which made it to the top five. Yes, I have. I, my, what made it to my top five would be my Geely, the Ford F-150, and the Supra. These have made it to my top five with honorable mentions to the 370Z and the Ford Territory. Okay. So I've got my top two left to go. I have top three. You have a top three. And I've still got one honorable mention that I'd like to mention next. Honorable mention that I'd like to mention. Am I redundant or what? Sorry, I have top four. Because I, I had two honorable mentions. You had two honorable mentions and you've mentioned... The that XSR. The, the XSR. So... That was your very first entry into your top yes. five list. So I, I still have four to go. <laughs> still have four to go. So we're going to discuss Gino's four uh, of his top five and my two of my top five list next week. Thank you for joining us. This has been Kako Tirano on behalf of Gino Rufino. This was Torque of the Town, Wednesdays at 10 a.m., powered by Podcast Network Asia. Stay safe. We'll see you. No, we'll listen yeah, you you'll hear, hear us next week. You'll hear us next week. I got to work on that, man. I seriously got to work on that. Peace.
This has been Talk of the Town, a podcast produced by Autodeal and Motodeal. To learn more about our products and services, head on over to autodeal.com.ph and or motodeal.com.ph as well as our social media pages and our YouTube channels. Talk of the Town is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. See you Wednesdays at 10 a.m. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>